This is I Want to Praise You, featuring comedian Jeff Giant, talk show host Halloran Hill, Hello. and Dr. Milton Brown. Praise is what I do, and this is I Want to Praise You.
Welcome to another edition of I Want to Praise You with your host Darren Florence, of course, comedian Jeff Giant, Halloran Hill, and Dr. Milton Brown. And this week we got a special guest. We all went to high school together, and our favorite teacher is on the show with us this week, Elder T. Marshall Kelly. Elder, what's going on, Elder? Well, I'm down here in Houston where we, they had snow for the first time in many a year, and it disrupted the whole city. We I know lost it power, mm. we lost water, uh, they weren't prepared for the but you know, had no snow trucks and snow plows, so the town was just sort of shut down. And they told you, don't turn your, you know, be careful that your pipes freeze. Well, pipes did freeze first, and, and pipes burst. And so it was a general pandemonium. Now they even tell us, you know, you got to boil your water because uh, you don't know the water is not, it's not precious, not like it should be. <laughs> So God has been good to us, and we have lights, and we have uh, water, so we just are grateful, and we are certainly glad that other people now have lights, because uh, it's not right just for one person, you just have lights for yourself, you want to see your, your other people, your other family, and your family, and your other people that you love, you want to see them taken care of too. That's right, that's right, and Elder. Actually, <laughs> and sleep in their cars. Mm. I heard it was terrible. I heard it's terrible down there. The people are, don't have any heat. Um, I've yeah. seen snow all the way far down as Galveston, where the where the Gulf Coast and the snow is touching each other. So it's amazing yeah. what's going on in Texas, and our heart goes out to everybody out there. Our prayers are going out to yeah. everybody out there, and and we're glad that you're all right, Elder, because we need you to be okay. Because well, I praise the Lord for God's goodness to us. But I want to see everybody else have what they need to because God is no respecter of person. That's right. That's right. Yeah. You alone know what tomorrow brings in a world where few hearts survive. All I know is the way I feel. If it's real, I'm gonna keep it alive. Cause the road, the road, said the road is long. There are mountains in our way, but yet we'll climb still higher every day. Lord, lift us up where we belong Oh yeah, where the eagles fly On a mountain high Lord, lift us up where we belong Far from the Stop living your lies, 
to praise you it is black history month i don't know why we get the shortest month of the year i'm not gonna complain about that however <laughs> when i think of black history I, I think about the school we went to the hbcu oakwood university what it's called right yeah. now and yeah. um and it has a very rich history in that it has an academy that all four of us well actually five of us now because including you myself Halloran, Jeff, and Dr. Milton Brown, we all went to the same school. And so I know that we could talk about Frederick Douglass and Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, but I got to start at home first. And when I think about black history, you are my favorite person on this planet, first of all. Let me say that. I love you and I love your your friend, your fellow people that you're going to have on the broadcast. We, you know, went to the same school. But I came down to the school in 1945. Yes, sir. Start, start right there. <laughs> let, let me acquaint you with the fact that I came from Cleveland, Ohio, because our school only went to the 10th grade. And uh, some of the schools were segregated, 
even up there. Mm. And so they, my folks sent me to uh, Oakwood Academy. Well, we got on the train together, black and white, got on the train together in Cleveland. We went down to Cincinnati, Ohio. When we got to Cincinnati, Ohio, we thought we'd all be on the same train again, but that was not to be. Because Cincinnati, at that time, was the Mason-Dixon line. Mm. So that's where you separated the South from the North. And so all of the people that looked like me, we got on one car together. Mm. All of the white people, all the Caucasian people got on all the other cars. And uh, that was the first time that I recognized, you know, what the segregation was about. You know, they didn't uh, let us get off and go to any of the, We couldn't go to the dining car. We just stayed in our car. And the man would come through certain places and maybe sell some snacks to you. So everybody brought their lunch. And then when I got off the train, we got off the train in Chattanooga. Then we got on the train in Chattanooga and went to Huntsville. Mm -hmm. When we got to Huntsville, we got off the train. That was the first time I saw a colored waiting room and a white waiting room. Mm -hmm. A white colored drinking fountain and a white drinking fountain. Mm -hmm. And from that time on, uh, until many, many years later, it was all segregation. We couldn't eat in the dining, we couldn't eat in the restaurants. We couldn't, uh, we couldn't even use the bathroom in the, in the filling station. We had to go to the outhouse down by down the hill. Mm. And uh, so uh, that was what, so we weren't anxious to go to town because there was nothing to go to town for the segregation. You know, there wasn't no uh, Kentucky Fried, there wasn't no McDonald's. And uh, so we, we had to stay on campus. We, we didn't have to, but people could go to town if they wanted to. But it, it was, that's when I got a taste of that. I was 15 years old. And, uh, you know, they start calling you the N-word, all kinds of things like mm. that. So, one of the things that uh, uh, is very important for, to me, I feel that black people need to know Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ said, you're just as important as any person, no matter what their color. Right. And when you believe that, you got to believe you can't just say it because it's the Bible verse. But when you believe that Jesus loves you as much as he loves any Caucasian, any European, any Asian, anybody else, when you believe that, even though they mistreat you, you still know on the inside, I'm a child of the King. That's it. I'm somebody. That's it, Elder. And I have kept that in my mind throughout my life.
my brother, my black history brother. That's right. You know, it's always good to bet black, except when you're betting against Tom Brady. Oh my goodness! Where did the black you know? I know the black came in. All of the sister coaches was black. Dead, exactly. That's right. That's right. Left and and the boys. So he had to go down there with the brothers. He had to go down there with the brothers to get his history together. He went down there with the brothers. That's the only black history I got with him. <laughs> What's up, play? What you got going on this Happy Black History Month, man? What you talking about oh, today? Man, man, I love, I love black history. I love my black people. Man, I'm just telling you, brother, look here. I I, I do want to say this, that Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. now we had Barack Obama, one of the best presidents ever, mm-hmm. and then we had a vice president in this lady that is educated, that is motivated, and she went to a black HBCU school. Mm. That's right. Mm-hmm. And she is representing us well so far okay then, so my black history is saying to my sister and my vice president right on right on king jesus right on all right so kamala harris okay nice yes. nice nice yes well, black go- history I'm not going to mention the fact that she has a Tom Brady too, but that's a whole nother conversation. Yep, yep. Now that was. (laughs) That was. We'll leave it at that and just honor her and celebrate her ethnicity and the fact that she went to HBCU. Matter of fact, man, we talking about HBCUs and shout out to all the people that attended HBCUs. You know, it's a, a unique and wonderful experience. That's all I can really say. Absolutely, absolutely, my brother. Absolutely, HBC. You can't, man, man, and the people that you know all around the world. When for you life, HBC, for life, man. Tuskegee. Oh man, even I'm, I'm telling Ma, you, well, yeah, Mahari, like, Morehouse, Spellman, uh, yes, Howard, all of that. You touch people's lives all around the world. A lot of people from Chicago went to Alabama and They did. They certainly did. They certainly did. They certainly did. So happy Black History Month, boy. You know, we got through this segment without cutting up. They've been telling us we've been acting real silly, so I thought thought we had to let them see that we could have a little sense from time to time. Okay, okay, okay. Whoever they is. Whoever. Yeah. Whoever said that, they wasn't black anyway. Did did you get snowed in, cuz? You all right out there? Man, bro, it came down in an hour and a half. Completely <laughs> white. No. White. After so Christmas. Happy. After Christmas, snow right. sale. After Christmas. <laughs> After, man. Okay. And then, you know what? One one beautiful thing about living in the South is that you can, you, I love it because tomorrow it's going to be gone. 70 degrees. <laughs> it's going to be 70 degrees tomorrow. But in Chicago, Detroit, it's still going to be there. It's going to stay. It's still going to be there. Alright man That's a bad part Play be safe man Gotta get back to this music man Happy Black History Month Be black be strong You know how we do Stay black my brother Alright I'll at you man Sometimes you just can't believe The things your eyes see So much injustice in this life And it's happening right on your TV screen 
So you drop to your knees and you're praying Cause you can hear him saying he can't breathe And it's all so overwhelming Because you know there's nothing you can do to help him Continue to breathe Continue to breathe In times like these That's what your heart is for Continue to breathe Continue to breathe In honor of your brother That's what your heart is for There's always someone trying to take someone's power away The history of the world is violent Will it ever change? Now we're living in a time where you just can't hide There's a camera in every hand It's not elusive Even when they treat you like you're useless We know what the truth is Continue to breathe Society that doesn't value your life For the men in your life For the boys in your life For your brothers, for your fathers For the ones that came before us For the future, for the future, for the future, for the future Continue to breathe In times like these That's what your heart is for to be praised. This is I Want to Praise You. You should be ashamed that nothing's really changed and it's your ignorance that won't give me a chance because of the color of my skin your mind and you should be ashamed what more will it take before you realize your mistakes you've got it all wrong mm. and you've been wrong all along 
the word anxious and I can imagine you know coming into that environment of segregation and separation as a young man especially in high school age you know the anxiety and anxiousness was a feeling so I want to kind of I want you to describe what you were feeling at that moment the first time you encountered it well the first time I encountered it I had heard about it because I came from the north, you know. Right. But they were segregated in the north too. They just didn't show it as much. You could still ride the, you know, the buses and so forth like that. But it, they had the same spirit, uh, oh. you know. But I had never experienced the outright, you know, uh, opposition. But uh, it just made me more. It just encouraged me more to believe what what God had said. Right. You know, because even now, even now. Uh, there are people that, even in your own race, that are going to mistreat you. They're going to lie on you. They're going to call you names. They're going to criticize you. So you do need to develop an attitude toward negative people so that you can survive and you can thrive and you can go on. That's right. You know. That's right, yeah. Just as sure as the rain falls on me 
grow No matter how I feel Now I live by what I know mm-hmm. Just as sure as trials come To pull me close to you In your presence now I see A God I never knew our school and our church that we come from that I've used over the years which this show is based on is music 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 that's the connection that you and I and Dave and so many other people that's gone to school at Oakwood University or Oakwood Academy Oakwood College and so I want you to describe how the music was when you first got to school and how it's changed over the years and how some of the influences that influenced you in your music because not only are you a great teacher and scholar but you're a wonderful musician. Well I want to say that 
Oakwood just put the icing on the cake for me when it came to music. Um, because when we got to Oakwood, also maybe we got to they came to Oakwood. When you were in the academy, we lived in the same building with the college students. Right. I lived in a place called Henderson City. Okay. And but we also had to work manual work every day mm-hmm. for two two hours a day. And the first place they put me was on the farm. Okay. So we, they had corn and they also had cotton. I didn't pick any cotton, but but they had corn and other things like that. Okay. And uh, as a city boy, I didn't know what it was to drive, you know, to, to put the harness on mules and all that sort of thing. But I learned, I learned how to, you know, put those get those mules chained up to the wagon and go up in the mountain and we go up there and break up rock and bring it down and put it on on Oakwood Road where the potholes were. And, uh, but we did that every day. You wow. know, on Sunday we worked four hours manual labor, and Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday we worked two hours mm-hmm. manual labor. And when the sun went down, you know, because we, we we remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. When the sun went down, uh, before it went down, we go back home and get our showers and everything uh, before the Sabbath came in. Now, when you worked on the farm, uh, when you by 11 o'clock, all the hot water was gone for the rest <laughs> of the day. I just, you know, it was all, it, it was gone. It's gone. You know, so when you came in <laughs> after work, there was nothing for you to do but take that cold shower. Cold shower. Now, you, ain't got, you ain't got the shower mm. at all, but you know, you said, man, I got to get some of this off of me. Right, you know? right. And you put your foot in the in the shower first, and you, then you find you jump in, take the plunge, lather up. And, and fly out. But what happened after when the Sabbath was coming? We would go to Moran Hall. Yes, Lord. And and uh, we had vespers. Now we didn't have no we didn't have no drums. We didn't have no band. But we just had maybe the piano. That's about all. And maybe maybe the organs right there. Right. But we did a lot of acapella sounding music.
and just inspiring, just listening to it. And then you knew that when they were, you were singing there, you knew you weren't making all those sounds. Right. And you knew that you were just a part of another group of persons of other individuals who were singing. And I never will forget it long as I live. I will never forget that. That's just, it was just, it was just off the charts. Just off the charts. That's right. The harmonies, like, you can hear the, the altos, just, the sopranos, yes, the tenors, the, the bass, distinctly. That's right. Now, today, gospel music, you only generally have three-part harmony. Right. You know, you don't have no bass. But I did talk to brother Elder Dr. Buckner. I said, Dr. Buckner, is it possible for uh, gospel music to have bass? He said, sure, it's possible. <laughs> they just don't, they don't have it. I just thank the Lord for the music and what it did. I got a chance to sing in the male chorus with Elder Mosley. I got a chance to sing in the quartet. Our quartet toured, toured all over the country. Um, Elder C.L. Brooks, Walter Wall, John Rogers, and myself. I was the youngest of them. I was just 19 when we toured. We, we left Oakwood in June of 49, and we didn't get back until September the 5th. And every night, every day, we were in a different place, different church, different school, different radio station singing. But Oakwood has been so good to me in the music area, has been such a blessing. And I also, also the blessing is to hear the word of God preached. And, and I, I was so blessed spiritually also. And when you're a teenager, a lot of times you don't appreciate right. the spiritual. But when you get later on in life and life starts hitting you or giving you an uppercut and the right cross, <laughs> you say, thank you, Lord. <laughs> I know somewhere to go and get some help. <laughs> yeah, you start remembering those messages from, from back then and they become jewels and, and special memories to you.
better than to know you And nothing's more important than to show you That nothing comes close to what the vibe is Nothing's more exciting than the time spent with you No one but you You love me when you love me and you tell me everything is gonna be alright Yeah, and you mean the world to me You are my everything and I never, no, never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together, wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it Wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me I like it when it's just us talking And you don't hold it against me That you don't really need me for nothing But I need you for everything And when I'm honest with you Telling you my issues Keep it up with you every time I kick you with you It's no games, no games, oh Don't change, don't change Cause you mean the world to me You are my everything And I never, no, never, never ever wanna know what it's like without you I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it Wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it, wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me This is I Want to Praise You Featuring comedian Jeff Giant Talk show host Halloran Hill Hello And Dr. Milton Brown Here we go Praise is what I do And this is I Want to Praise You Out of nowhere, life can bring us all to a pause so comforting to know that God's love seeks out the defenseless and covers us all in the trenches. I was in certain danger, caught in the crossfire of hope and regret. Thought I could be my own savior, but I'm sinking. Cause it's too much to handle alone in the battle I'm desperate for you, Lord Heart under fire, facing defeat So close to surrender to my enemy But love came from heaven to fight for me when I am defenseless, you're climbing the trenches, the trenches with me.
faithful from the beginning. Uh, you found my pain, you have been where I've been. And I hear you say, Brings me upon this. I mean, Elder, you turned 90 last year. Your birthday's right around the corner, so I'm not going to talk about that. But I mean, like you said, you've seen a lot. And speaking about the music, like it's ironic that I had the exact same experience, other than the mule part at the academy. But by the time I got to Oakwood, I joined a group called His Own, and Dave was yeah. in Alliance at the time, which later uh-huh. became Take Six, and we used yeah. to tour all around to all the different churches from Toronto to Miami all the way out to California and all points in between. And that's what yeah. started my love for music by listening to Vespers or Friday Night Worship at the oh, yeah. at the gym or Moran Hall and just the, the harmonies like songs like Side by Side We Stand and Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the legacy in that never died at Oakwood. And, and I can't believe that your experience and my experience is exactly the same. Yes, yes, surely, surely. It is so important when you when you get into the music line. Because I, you know, uh, I started out before I even came to Oakwood. I sang the quartet in Cleveland, Ohio. Right. My hometown quartet. 
the lady who started us out singing said, I don't want you boys just to be singing to show off and get a lot of claps. I want you all to go and sing for people who are hurting. So, so I want you to go and sing for the sick and the shut-in, people who are in the hospital, people who are hurting. I want you all to go there and sing for them. Even today, even though I like to still sing, I sing for people on the telephone. Wow. Because it's not about me being praised for singing. God gave me a talent to use to encourage and to comfort people. That's right, Eddie. One of my friends, one of my friends he plays the piano and sings. He has a beautiful voice, beautiful bass voice. So I asked him one day, I said, when last, when last have you sung? He said, well, nobody's asked us to me to sing. I said, God didn't give you a voice, so I have to ask you to sing. All the people that need need singing, you can go to the, you know, I, I've gone to the gone to the nursing home with people who have dementia. Mm. In fact, I went to went to the nursing home there in Huntsville not too not too many years ago, and uh, one of my friends, his mother was in there, and she was seriously in the area of dementia. So I said, let's go visit her. Mm. And he said, you want to go with? I said, yes, I want to go. You know, I wasn't going up there to collapse, and I went up there. Minister. So we got get to get to the building. We go upstairs and we uh, we go. I said, well, everybody's just sitting there. Other people, ladies sitting over there, room full of people. So I said, let's I'm gonna just start singing. So I just start singing a song. Next thing you know, his mother joined in and started singing. Wow. Then there was a nurse sitting next to me and she started singing. And before it was all over, all those ladies in that place were singing. They didn't have a hymn book. But they, they, those songs were deep-seated in them. Right. And they sang song after song. I think mainly hymns, you know, and spiritual. And uh, uh, it was just amazing. And before, when I got ready, we got ready to leave. Even though they had dementia, they, the lady, the lady said, she said, they said, come back, come back. Yeah, come back. They didn't want to hear that singing.
your mouth and say, I need you. I need you. Let me hear you. You need me. You need me. For we're all. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Stand with me. Agree with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is His will. It is. Everybody. Sir, I, I pray for you. You pray 
She fell asleep while my father was preaching, and it wasn't the first time. This is Haller at Hilton Hill with another reason to praise. So was she bored? Was my father boring? Was she being disrespectful? I mean, this lady and her five kids were there every week. I would see her rocking to the music of the choir. I'd see her and the five kids in line at potluck. They kill that macaroni and cheese. I heard her testify to the goodness of the Lord during testimony service. She was there all the time. When community leaders were working on civil rights or social justice issues, she was there for that too. Unlike any other institution, the black church has been a place of reverence and refuge and restoration and sometimes revolution. From the days of slavery, it was more than just church, more than just a building. It was the literal heartbeat of the community. Black people had very few places they could go. In the new PBS series, The Black Church, This Is Our Story, This Is Our Song, one of the historians said for a long time, it was illegal for slaves to go down the road and visit their neighbors. But if they met at church, they could talk, they could connect, they could bond. It was safe harbor. But back to the lady. She fell asleep in that service. So I had to ask my dad about that. I, I said, Pops, <laughs> she fell asleep on your sermon. That doesn't bother you? My dad said, nope, I love it. He said, son, that woman works hard. She's on her feet all day. When she gets here, she's safe. Her kids are safe. She's got a village of people to watch over them while they're here. They're going to eat better than they've eaten all week. They're going to get a live concert of incredible God-drenched music that lifts them up and sets them free from the troubles of the world. You know what? Many nights this week, she may have been up all night worrying about her oldest son that she hasn't seen in weeks. How she's going to get the water pump fixed on that piece of car she drives. How she's going to get her youngest boy some new shoes. But when she gets here, she gets to lay down her worries and she feels safe enough to sleep. So maybe it's not a sermon, it's something sweeter, a lullaby. That's what the black church does like none other. It's a little slice of heaven on earth when you're going through hell. So seeing her sleep is really mission accomplished. Wow. Well, I pray that you have a church family where you've experienced the love of God and the power of a loving community. By the way, the Black Church, This Is Our Story, This Is Our Song is streaming now on PBS. Sing, pray, eat, laugh, shout, cry, get your praise on, and when needed, sleep at church. That's another reason to praise.
And so, because they, uh-huh. those songs are deep in them, just like you said. You know, the music is deep in you. What you experience, there don't good. That's right, Elder. And see, that that's what that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because that seed was planted to me in your classroom. See, we, we thought that we were getting away when me and Jonathan and Garvin and Dave and Clarence and Winston would get up with our little group and trying to sing for, for, for Bible class and we end up singing the whole period and we thought we got away with something, but I guess you were, I don't know, you gotta explain to you why you let us sing so much, Elder. Well, number one, the reason why, because that's in your soul. And that is the music is a very important part of spirituality. It's a very important part. Right. And there are a lot of concepts in, in the songs that we sing that continue to grow in us. And uh, so I knew that I wasn't that great of a teacher. And Bible was not a class that everybody was anxious to go to so they could see what the Lord wanted them to do. Because Bible class was just between history and English. Right. <laughs> and when y'all went to ink, when y'all went to, to history sometimes, uh, you all would have some unpleasant experiences for whatever reason, and you weren't ready for English. So you said, well, we're just going to chill in this class. You know what I mean? Right. But I said, no, no, I said, let something happen to them. And we, Give me wisdom something. And we would be singing, Elder, I'm talking about. Then we, and we, then you would cap it off with the little boy built the boat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> then was the day, yes, Elder. Yes, sir. But you all are doing, making a great contribution today. Each one of the guests that you have on today is a very important individual in the program that's right and I'm just so grateful that that you let me have a chance to say a word and I just thank the Lord for you and I pray that each of you many of you have children now I pray that you will bring your children up because the bottom line with me I must treat other black people with respect that's right and the youngest to the oldest. That's it, Elder. I'm not impressed with all this talk about, like, you know, if you don't treat people of color with the respect that you should, you're not really helping the race just by complaining. And I believe in treating the youngest to the oldest with courtesy and with respect. And I don't call any person by their nickname. I heard a psychiatrist, a lady, an African-American psychiatrist, she said, don't call black children by nicknames. Call them by their name. That shows respect. Mm-hmm. And I never, never forgot it. So I will always, I will always, I'm just I'm so thankful for each of you at the Academy. I know you now and things that you're contributing to the to the world and to the race but please please respect each other I'm sure that many of you have heard Andre Christ and the Disciples on record I'm sure that many of you have heard the songs sung by other people 
but tonight they're here in person. Please give a big welcome to Andre Crouch and the disciples.
Once again, it's time for another edition of Checkup from the Neck Up with Dr. Milton Brown, a.k.a. Give me the what? Oh, baby. D-A-L-L-Ball. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Give Me The Ball is in the building. <laughs> what's up, man? Happy uh, Black History Month, Mill. What are we talking about, man? Listen, what's what's a special moment in black history for you? Oh, man, I think on the great medical scientists that were represented by black Americans and the contribution that they contributed to medical science, man, I'm just in awe. I'm thankful that I can stand on their shoulders, do the things I do. So, you know, I'm just 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 thankful for 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 the the the, the foundation that they provided for us now to, to to do the work we do, man. So Right. There were a lot of great doctors that uh of course Dr. Drew that helped start blood infusion. James McCone Smith, the first African-American to earn a medical degree. Rebecca Lee Crumpler, the first African-American woman to earn a medical degree. Mary Eliza Mahoney, the first black professional nurse in the United States. Daniel Hale Williams, he graduated from medical school in a time when black physicians were not allowed to go to medical school. So all of these doctors were pioneers. You gotta expound on it. There's there's some people that's out there that you gotta mention just off top of the head. I was given the Percy Julian Award by the group for the black engineers and chemists. And uh, you know, Percy Julian was he did a lot in regards to discovery and making medicine. I mean, he Percy Julian was, was one of the premier scientists that started steroid chemistry that probably led to the discoveries of birth control. Okay. I mean, he, he, black physicians pioneered a lot of discoveries. No doubt. And uh, you know, I'm just I'm just thankful. You know, being a part of that field, that right now I can just say thank you, thank you for providing a, a, a stepping stone for me to get the things that I want to get done done. We definitely honor you and the work that you do for our people and all people, in a matter of fact, but. Let's go back to where it all started because from Oakwood to Meharry to Howard, Morehouse, Spelman brought up a lot of doctors. We just want to shout out to those HBCUs. And of course, we went to a HBCU. That's the foundation where a lot of this stuff started. Maybe I said about eight, eight years ago, eight to ten years ago, I got a call from a do we need to even have any HBCUs? Mm. I don't think that I don't even think they knew who they were talking. Oh, my goodness. I, I said, you know, without the HB, if I didn't have Oakwood College, what would have happened to me? I mean, the, the point is that HBCUs provided for young African Americans when majority schools didn't really want them to, to be there. Majority schools, they take, they, they take the top 3%, the cream off the top. Mm -hmm. So what happens is that African Americans, uh, HBCUs, they create more cream. Let me tell you what's really going on, Mel. It's an incubator, you know. If you did know that you were great, it put you in an environment where you're around people like yourself and you could grow and develop at the same time. That's basically what's going on. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're right. And it's a it's an important role. The sad thing that that I see and that I want to raise awareness to is the discrepancy in the funding. Why are majority institutions get free money from the government and the HBCUs are struggling trying to 
to, to live from hand to mouth. And they serve incredible, do incredible work for our, for our country in regards to educating our young people and educating the young people who are going to be the fabric of our society. I mean, we got to make a push, D. We, we got we to gotta bring this to light. We're all benefited. The nation is benefited by the stars that come out of HBCU. That's right, man. So... As we honor Black History Month, you know we got to get back to the music, man. You got to say a quick word about the corona before we get out of here. And we're praying for the people in Texas. Praying for those people, you know, regardless of the situation, what caused the situation, we we praying for them that, they, that, that, that they'll be safe, they can get out of this. And, and for this coronavirus that's coming, you know, we got something coming, D. The music is coming. And uh, we, we're right now going to be in a law where the cases go down. But then the case is going to go right back up as these mutants begin to, to infect people uh, during the March, April, main time frame. So, you know, we want to be wary. Wear your mask, please. Even if you got the vaccine, because the vaccine does not stop you from getting COVID-19. Please wear your mask. Look, have a great weekend. We got to get back to the music, baby. Give me the ball. Give me the ball, doctor, give me the ball is in the building. <laughs> I'll holler at you next week, boy. Be safe out there.
rapper Jeff um, Halloran and Dr. Milton Brown and myself and the whole entire academy and Oakwood College University, the whole group of us. You know we love you more than anything. You know we got to get you to bless us and pray for us before we get up out of here. But I have one last question before you pray. Yes, sir. What is it that you want us to remember you by other than respecting black people? We got that message now. That's the message for today. But like long after when I'm telling my grandkids about you, what is it that you want them to know about you? But I want to see each of you in the kingdom of heaven with your family. And I respect you. I pray for you. And I want each of you to remember that you have talents and abilities and you're supposed to use them not once in a while, but every day. Mm. When you get out of the bed, there's some person that God wants you to encourage. Some person God wants you to smile at. Some person God wants you to, to do something for. And you should use your time and your talent taking care of people. Because only people have eternal value. Things transitory. Things gonna burn up. Things gonna decay. But people can can live forever if they let Jesus Christ be Savior and Lord in their lives. That's it. And I love you all. I just want the best for you. But please, every day of your life, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit when He tells you to do something for that person, help that person. I can only tell you that you are a father now, you have a daughter, you have a son, each of you on this line are fathers, and I just want you to make a difference in this world. I just want to make a difference. That's it, Elder. That's my, my goal to make a difference, not for praise, not for, for honor, but just to make it make the world just a, a little bit nicer. For somebody else to come up see you i knew you were gonna say that because your my grandmother and you have been telling me that my whole life we got the message elder we appreciate you joining us for this edition of i want to praise you we're gonna go ahead and let you close it out with the word of prayer well i want to just uh, let you know that i i thank god for you and uh, i just want to share a little song it won't be long I am a poor pilgrim of sorrow I'm tossed in this wide world alone No hope have I for tomorrow I've started to make heaven my Sometimes I am tossed and driven, Lord. Sometimes I don't know where to roam. But I've heard of a city called a heaven, and I've 
so Dear beautiful. Lord, thank you. For Brother Florence and each one of the young men who are now fathers and leaders, use them, Lord, to make a difference. Use them to touch other lives. Make each of them a blessing. And Lord, may they make a difference. For Jesus' sake. In Christ's name we pray until we stand on the sea of glass together, along with Brother Darren's grandmother and others. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Elder, I love you so much, man. Happy Black History Month, and thank you so much. Same to you. Thank you for letting me come and share. <laughs> I've never had experience like this on the radio live, but... I can't. I just can't tell you enough how much I love you and appreciate you for that. Well, I love you too and appreciate each one of you. All right, uh, enjoy your evening. And you be careful out there in Texas, because you know I'll get my little ski do out and come check on you. See, <laughs> get some. Okay. All right, man. Be safe out there. We talk to you, man.
Never let your faith go Never let your faith go I've been there before So confused, don't know which way to go Stressed out, world so crazy Miles won't stay in the house Been trying to rise up Got terrorists disguised They look like us, but we know who we trust Trust when I say that we gon' be alright Tell them, tell them, tell them We gon' be alright We gon' be alright. Let's go. Alright. Say we gon' be alright. Tell him, tell him, we gon' be alright. In these last days. Evil times will come and it's here today Look at all the hate, senseless crime and murder Every Human trafficking, racism, police brutality Bullying, rain, trouble to stay Show me your parents and be the pray Let your kingdom come and let your will be done In the earth Let your glory rise, let your sun shine Let it rise through the dark hey! Even through the storm and the rain We will shout hey! We know that the night, we gon' be alright. Hey, hold this breath together. We gon' be alright. Tell Trump get from me, I know you would. We gon' be alright. Hey, so don't you worry about it. Oh, no. Don't you cry about it. Oh, no. Hey, I believe I'm receiving me word that he promised me. We gon' be alright. Oh, oh, Jesus. We gon' be alright. Hey, we believe ya. We gon' be alright. Receive every word that he promised you We gon' be alright Hey, so lift your hand up We gon' be alright Just give him worship We gon' be alright I won't worry about it I won't lose sleep over it He got everything under control There's someone who did We gon' be alright We gon' be alright We gon' be alright Yo, this hit us to the ball Stand, stand, no, fight We know that We gon' be alright It's gonna be alright now It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright now It's gonna be alright It's gonna, gonna be alright now It's gonna be alright It's gonna be alright now